Hi, everybody, and welcome back to today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking and meeting with one of my favorite people, also one of my really good friends, Daniela Latham. She is a senior product marketing manager at Canva. Um, we had originally met um, prior in our prior time um, doing a meetup group, which we'll discuss on this episode. And she's going to break down her insight on exactly what is product marketing? What does a product marketer do? And what are some tips and tricks that you can learn to get into product marketing? Daniela was actually named the top 100 product marketer influencers of 2021. So she definitely knows her stuff and will be able to provide you with some insight on all things marketing. So tune in, turn it up, and let's get ready to do this. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to my channel. My name is Lena Marie Solid at Tech Guru. I want to thank you so much for spending time with me on this journey, for all the support that you give me, and for following along. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, and let's get ready to do it. Okay. Hello, everybody. Today, we are lucky enough to be joined by one of my friends and colleagues, Daniela Latham. She is a senior product marketing manager at Canva. Daniela, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Lena. Thank you so much for having, you, having me on today. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, we're so excited to have you and share your expertise. I know a lot of you have been reaching out to me and talking about how much you love uh, marketing and just not really knowing too much about all the different complexities of marketing. And Daniela is quite the expert. So I wanted to have her come on and share her experience and just a little bit about that. So first, before we talk about that, Daniela and I are going to share how we actually know each other. Both of us were part of a meetup group called EdTech Austin, where we actually became the organizers of that. So Daniela, do you want to tell them a little bit about what we did at at EdTech Austin? Yeah, so we really wanted to build a space in the heart of Austin for lots of educators, entrepreneurs, EdTech professionals to really come together and learn from each other. So the goal was to get networking, but we also had special events that we'd build out and different themes, different topics. So some were tailored for teachers leaving the classroom, some tailored for those who were in EdTech, wanted to talk about their products, their companies, etc. Uh, so it was a really great experience and we got to work on a lot together there. And I really enjoyed that experience. Yeah, me too. It was really nice to have that like space. And then um, when the pandemic basically happened, both of us kind of stepped away from that, but that didn't mean that yeah. our friendship or what we've been able to share has stopped in that way. So it's been really nice that so that was on in-person market or in-person networking, which we never really get to do that much of anymore. So yeah, such Absolutely. a great experience. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Daniela, um, do you want to share a little bit about your story and basically how you got to where you are today? Yeah, I'd love to, Lena. So I like to tell people, you know, I don't have a conventional background in marketing and in product marketing. But what I think is what interesting about product marketing is that is the case for a lot of people. They're coming in from different, different backgrounds, different areas of expertise. So I like to tell my story as an example. You can you can change and you can move around as long as you've got the right attitude. So I actually got my degree in English literature in the UK, which is where I grew up. 
I did lots of random jobs for a while. I also traveled a lot. So I actually had some time teaching in different countries. I taught in Spain and I taught in Colombia. So I taught English over there for a while. And then I actually started my career in nonprofits. So I was working in fundraising um, or what we call donor relations development. So raising money for nonprofit. And after a while, I kind of wanted something a bit more fast paced. I was looking at the tech community in, in London. Obviously it was blowing up at the time. There were a lot of exciting startup being built and developed in London. So then I moved into, I was very lucky. I got the opportunity to join a company called Kahoot, which many of you will know about. It's a game-based learning tool. So I was actually the 10th employee when it was a very small startup. They are out of Norway and they had an office, a small office in London. And then after a while with them, I was doing community management. So I actually found that really helped me build empathy fast for the users of the product and get to know them and build those personal relationships. And I feel like my experience in community management prepared me really well for being in product marketing later in my career. So after about nine months of working at Kahoot, I actually relocated over to Austin. So that's how I ended up in Austin. I'm a dual citizen, so I, I was able to move over. They wanted to open their office in Austin. They'd chosen it as Austin was quite, you know, nascent tech scene, growing quite fast. So I helped set up the operations there. And then with the mindset that I thought I'd stay in Austin for a couple of years, but I've stayed there now for nearly seven years. I really fell in love with the place. So at Kahoot, going back to my career trajectory, I was doing more general marketing, a lot of, um, you know, broad mix of digital marketing, events, programs, community building still, uh, life cycle, quite broad. And then after a little while, I had the opportunity to launch a new product with the company. And that's how I kind of segued into product marketing. So I really jumped to the chance of working on this new product. So it was a completely new business vertical for Kahoot at the time. It was a product that was being developed for use in the workplace rather than use in the classroom. So I had the chance to work under an amazing VP of product who I still consider a mentor to this day, learned so much from him, got to work with the product managers, taking it from zero to one. So from complete conception stage, launching it. And it, it did really well. First year of launching, the product was bringing in about 60% of all revenue at Kahoot. So it was a great experience to have that. But really, it was because I really pushed, you know, I pushed hard to get that opportunity and to work on it. And then after a while of kind of finding my feet in product marketing and really getting to love it, I then had the opportunity to move over to Canva and work in product marketing on their education product. And that's where I am right now. And it's been extremely exciting to be involved in such high growth, fast-paced, exciting companies. So that's a bit about my background. Really cool to see your story though and to hear the unconventional background. I think a lot of times yeah. people are like, oh, I need a marketing degree. I need a communications degree. Right. But really, really a lot of it is your heart, your interest for a career path. And then I think your passion too. And and Absolutely. before we get into what exactly does a product marketer do, um, Daniela was also named one of the top influencers in product marketing too. So you want to talk a little bit about how like that kind of happened or what other things that you've done to kind of show your success yeah. inside and outside of the companies? Like you said, I think when you're not coming from a traditional path in marketing, you're really, you know, it's about your passion and product marketing really became my passion. So I was doing my research. I was leveraging like the biggest network for product marketing right now is the Product Marketing Alliance. So they have a pretty active Slack channel. They have active... Um, resources, they have events. So I've been to and spoken at a couple of their events, which is a great opportunity to network and learn. And, you know, they have, they actually have certification courses as well. So they have a lot going on. 
And that was a really great place to just hone my skills and do my own work and learn. And I did a lot of uh, reading of their reports. They have a really great state of product marketing report, which I read. And that was a great way to find like influences in the space. So I started really leveraging my LinkedIn, getting really serious about that, following the right people, trying to start engaging in conversations and really just learning from other people in that space to be able to develop my skills outside of my day to day. And I think that's really important for anyone in product marketing because you're working on often very fast paced products or products that are changing and evolving rapidly with the state of the world and the state of the market. It's very important to have your finger on the pulse and be really proactive in learning and finding out and being up to date and becoming, you know, really evolving yourself as a subject matter expert. So that was a very proactive effort on my behalf. So doing the research, finding the people, contributing on LinkedIn, speaking at events, that really helped me hone my skills and helped me feel more confident in the space as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. And we always hear LinkedIn, always um, the power of what LinkedIn can do. And yes. I think it's great that <laughs> and if you're not following Daniela, I'll, her all her information will be in the episode notes below too as well. But definitely follow her. She shares a lot of tidbits of information and um, just different things and skills that she's working on too. So I guess that sort of brings us more naturally to what exactly do you do in product marketing? So you talked a yeah. little bit about it, um, but maybe you can share a little bit more about exactly what do you do for of course so when people ask me what really is product marketing I like to say it's like a bookend role so you're at that intersection between product marketing and often sales so if you're in a, a company that's more b2b focused you'll likely have a sales team if you're in a more b2c company you might not have a sales team it might be a self-serve product but overall you're at this intersection and you're working closely with these teams so how I sit I sit under a marketing team right now but I'm working super closely with my product team and my sales folks as well. So on the day-to-day, -day, I think a good way to think about it is that bookend piece. So you're able to share insights and know the users really well. So you're helping the product managers and the product teams define who they're building the product for. So you're helping to drive demand for the product and you're helping them understand and defining when and how to launch a product into a market. So you're providing those insights and that's doing things like competitor analysis and research, market research. Why would we do, why would we launch this product in the market? For instance, you're building out personas for the type of users that are going to be using the product or buying the product. And then you're also building out positioning and messaging. And that basically means how do we actually talk about this product to these users? What are the value propositions? What problems are we solving? What are the words and language we use that will resonate with these users? So that's how you support, we product marketers support their product teams. And then the product managers, you know, they're defining, they're defining out the biggest problems. They're then defining the roadmap. They're managing the work of designers and engineers who are actually building and developing the product. And then when it's ready to go, as a product marketing manager, you come back in and define the go-to-market plan. And go-to-market plan is essentially, what marketing channels do we need to leverage to get this product in front of our users? So that could be lifecycle, like email. It could be uh, landing pages. It could be PR activities, community activities, and leveraging your sales team. So giving them you know, the right resources and content to be able to sell the product. It's also things like updating your help articles and informing your support team about what's going on as well. So you're not doing all the work, but you're defining that work that needs to be done to get this product into market 
And you're also thinking about what are the measurements of success for this product? Is it actual usage of this product, activation of the product? Is it retention? Is it how you would use a product to get a user using another product or another set of features? And so there's lots of interesting things to figure out there. And that's kind of like the day-to-day. -day. So there's still a bit of overlap between what you do as a product marketer with product managers, with other marketers, et cetera. Uh, but so you have to have, be quite flexible and be you know, quite fluid. And if I'm thinking about skills that are relevant for product marketers, it's really you know, being able to have amazing communication skills, uh, being able to write really, really clearly and concisely and really be passionate about understanding users. And then also being able to work cross-functionally. So thinking strategically about how do all these activities that I'm doing actually roll up to the bigger picture that the company is trying to achieve, like the bigger company strategy. So that's part of why I love the role. It's so diverse and you get to be involved in lots of different areas of a company. And I think it helps you develop really, really valuable skills. Um, so that's a bit of what the day-to-day -day is like, yeah. I think that's great insight because I think it's important for people to kind of understand that. I think a lot of yeah. times people are like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just joining a, a marketing team or I'm just joining a sales yeah. team or I'm just going to be a customer success person. But really the most important part about any of today's roles, wherever you move and just like teaching is really that ability to work into cross-functional teams. I think Absolutely. you really hit the nail on the head with that because you do work with product marketers. You also work with my team, letting us know what's going on in the product. So we're able to really inform content. So you're working with a lot of different stakeholders and that builds a lot of relationship. But what I really enjoy about product marketing is that you do get to have those like positioning statements and the landing yeah. pages. And so when you see Canva is hundred percent free for education, that information or those taglines are coming from Daniela and her team. And so that's just something, you know, that everyone's seeing, you may not know that it was specifically her, but when she gets to see those or people tweeting about it. She's like, oh yeah, I had a hand in that. So I think it's also pretty rewarding too, at the same time. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And agreed. If you're working on, you're working on products that are being used by millions of people, which is really exciting when you think the potential for people all over the world to be using a product. And that's what I loved about being at Kahoot and being now at Canva is, wow, I'm actually having quite an impact on people's lives. Like just from being able to tell a story about this product to people and then they're able to be inspired and then use the product and help themselves. That's really rewarding. And that's also, what I think is great about Canva. They've got a really strong social mission and they're really all about the storytelling as well. And I'd say that's also a very important skill uh, as well as communication and being cross-functional, being able to tell a story and that's not easy to do. And that's something I think you build over time. So what do I mean by storytelling in a product? It's really about what's a narrative behind a product? Like what, what are the users thinking when they come in? What are their jobs that they wanna get done in the product? And what are the outcomes of that? So you need to think about how are we telling the story of the user's lives and helping build impact and have an outcome that is successful for them and being able to tell that story externally. And that's something that's so, that makes products stand out. The most powerful products stand out. They have a strong story behind them. And I think that's, one of the most lucrative skills that we can develop in this day and age and where there's so much technology, there's so much distraction is strong storytelling and strong narrative behind a product. So powerful. Okay. Get me in my field, Daniel. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So now that we kind of shared a little bit about the day-to-day, what exactly is product marketing? What do you do? What are some tips or tricks that you can give to a person who is looking to explore a career in marketing or specifically more product marketing that might give them some success? Well, I'd say if you are studying marketing, then obviously do your best to do the outreach, get your internships, build your networks. Um, But then if you're also in like sales role, a customer support role or another type of role, but you're interested in kind of moving over and exploring product marketing, first and foremost, get to know if there are product marketers in your company, become their best friends and pick their brains and get some time with them. Just talk through their, you know, how they approached it, what their background is, because they often have very different experiences. The easiest low hanging fruit way is to really understand if there's any, any way you can help them out. So are there any projects that you could support with? So say you're working in sales, you know, reaching out to the marketing team and see if there's any insights or feedback that you could help share with them. A lot of product marketing is also being able to really calibrate and quantify like product feedback from users, but in a way that's easy to understand. The product team can analyze the feedback and then make decisions on, okay, what's going to have the biggest impact based on all this feedback? What's actually going to move the needle? What do we need to, to focus on? So you can be a big help there because getting through a lot of that data sets and actually talking to your customers, say you're in sales, say you're in support, providing those insights and seeing if you can work with your product marketers on like a project or if they need any help with anything or if they need help with other areas of marketing as well. So, you know, when you're in like a a smaller startup or a high growth company, you're typically also doing a bit, you know, a lot of execution as well. You're not able just to work on strategy. You don't have that luxury. So you're you know, you're getting getting your hands dirty. And I think that's really important as well, showing that you can be hands-on and really help out. So even if there aren't product marketers, there's also, you know, an opportunity if you talk to your marketing team, if you have like demand gen, if you have people working on growth experiments, growth marketing, really get to know them. And then externally, again, do your research, get on LinkedIn, start following influencers. I've had people reach out to me directly. I've had chats with them. And then they've gone on to move into product marketing roles or they found, um, yeah, like a, a graduation program for product marketing. I'd say graduation programs are quite uncommon, but they are evolving over time. I see more people who are in a different role and want to move into product marketing. So I'd see that as a great way as well to educate yourself, to get to know what does this look like? Why am I excited about it? What am I passionate about? And what areas could I really thrive at? And what areas could I really learn more about? So if you feel like, yeah, I I could help with enabling sales teams, but I don't know as much about positioning or messaging, that's something you can really, you know, learn about and leverage all the resources that are out there right now and start to develop that. So I would say just being really proactive and passionate and doing your homework and doing your research and knowing that people are quite friendly and on LinkedIn and will often have time for you and make time for you if, you know, if you're approaching them in a thoughtful way, if you're looking to learn from them or, you know, looking to get some mentorship. A lot of people who are senior in product marketing are really looking to be mentors and want to give back. So I say don't be scared of reaching out to people as long as you're doing it in a very thoughtful way and you're not just trying to use the person at all like you know you just got to do it very thoughtfully and think about ways to to just get to know them 
and get to understand the day-to-day and that can be really valuable as well because it might not be for you as well it might be something you're interested in but then you kind of feel like you actually like a different area of marketing there's lots of potential or you might you know you might want to even go into product management there's that as well so I would say just it's it's your it's your drive and it's your attitude that will ideally get you there definitely I think that's very good perspective and good feedback I think uh overarching thing that I'm seeing across the series so far is that look to LinkedIn as to be the common Google yeah, um, for things say. because you can filter and you can find really anyone in any role. Um, the filtering on LinkedIn is amazing. Like you can connect with anybody, which is really, really great. And I also like what you said about connecting thoughtfully because there, because we do get a lot of like inbound requests from people a lot of, to connect with those that are like more thoughtful and you can tell are more authentic. It just makes the relationship that much better, I think. And, and just like in regular life, right? Like if you went on a date with someone and all they wanted to do is just speak about themselves and not do any, you know, do anything. Yeah. And you would be not interested. So I think it can't be purely transactional. Absolutely. And I've done, I've done the same. I've been introduced to a wonderful um, VP of marketing who I've met and I just had a chat with her. I was like, I'd love, would you be my mentor? I'd, I'd absolutely love that. And now she's my mentor. And, you know, I don't just show up to our sessions without anything to say. I have a list of questions prepared She's been really great at taking me through like exercises, but you know, you need to show up and know what you want to ask rather than just saying, oh, I like product marketing. What do I do? You know, like have a clear list of questions of what you want to find out of what you want to get away from that conversation. Absolutely. Um, and then I say Twitter is Twitter is more for like tips and tricks, I'd say. And I haven't found it as good for networking as LinkedIn, but I do use it and I use the filters very extensively and I have lists. So I just follow people that I'm interested in and it just removes all the distraction. And um, Twitter can be good for those nuggets, like especially those great threads that you find that have really good insights, like tips and tools and things like improving your writing or um, improving how you you leverage certain marketing tools or here's what you need to know, those sorts of threads. I really like those. Um, and I bookmark them and just refer back to them as well. So that would be another tip of how to get more out of Twitter because there can be so much noise going on in there. Yeah. And all the, and all the things. And, and that's what I, I also love that you're bringing up Twitter because I think that's underutilized for a lot of people. Like they just look to like LinkedIn for everything and there are yeah. tons of nuggets, but the things that are being shared in Twitter, are exactly what you said, like really small nuggets of information, but like yeah. you can see a lot of people's viewpoints on like a specific subject. So I always go to like tweet deck too. And I always have like specific yep. filters because you can set, you can set like profiles, I guess you would say of like different things you're searching for. And I always like, we'll go through on a weekly basis and just kind of look for like trends or certain things that like I may have. And then you can add LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you can add to people. So I have like a list on Twitter for CEOs and, you know, for companies that I admire or for startups, entrepreneurs. So I like to see what they say about tech and entrepreneurship. And then I have another list for product marketers and marketing leaders. And as soon as I come across an interesting tweet, I'll add them to that list. And then it's a good list to refer back to. So I'm I'm not just going into Twitter and trying to figure out what I'm doing. I have my lists that I go to. And those people that are really senior are typically tweeting a lot. So there's always a lot of insight coming in. And then I use a I use Notion to keep track of my own to-do list, my own day-to-day, my own projects, um, and then also bookmarking things and keeping track of resources that I found interesting reports all that so you just need to get organized as well like have everything in one place whether that's you know you're using google drive or you're using notion or trello or something like that make sure you're organizing your thoughts and you're also thinking about your goals and that's the other thing like 
I would say going, you know, as you get older and go through life, you, you need to work using goals. That's the best way to keep on track. So set up some goals for what you want to do, what you want to achieve out of whether you're changing careers, whether you're looking to move into a new space, whether you're looking to get a new job or you're interested in certain companies, make sure you're setting those goals out so you can keep yourself accountable and not just feel like you're doing a scattergun approach. I'd say that's the best way to keep you driven is if you have like accountable goals that you're going after by in six months, I want to have done this, 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 that sort of thing. That's helped yeah. me a, a great yeah. deal. Yeah, me too. And also notion, Daniela turned me on to notion. Um, Love I notion. also use that regularly <laughs> because it's just, it's so much easier. Trello to me is so, I understand the purpose of Trello. It's so it's just too much for me. It's too it's a bit it's limited for me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Notion's got a lovely clean UX yes. and it's quite flexible. And I I'm obsessed right now with like the whole page list view thing. So now that Google Docs is a page list version where you can like basically zoom out and zoom around, you're not restricted by margins. I, I love that. And and Notion has something similar where you can expand full page and then you can just add in a to-do list, you can add in a table, you can add in embedding everything you can link out you can have like kanban boards so i just really enjoy notion and it's just got like you can use emojis for everything and that helps me visualize a lot of things i know it sounds really silly but i love the usage of emojis and keeping everything documented and easy to visually identify rather than just being a wall of text so mm-hmm. i found that's helped me out a lot yeah i really enjoy notion mm-hmm. yeah same i've been hearing a lot of i've been seeing a lot of buzz lately about notion which is funny because you told me about it like months ago yeah, it's so. really blown up yeah. it's really blown <laughs> up yeah yeah daniela thank you so much for sharing your insights i hope that you guys learned a lot of tips and tricks from daniela she's very knowledgeable about that daniela do you want to share with them how <laughs> they can contact you or follow what you're sharing yeah Absolutely. And thank you so much, Lena, for having me on as well. It's been great. I could probably talk about this all day. So I'm happy, you know, to connect with anyone. So I'm on Twitter. I'll share my handle. It's follow Daniela. And I'm also on LinkedIn. If you just search my name, you'll find me. And I'm happy to connect with anyone as long as, you know, you want to build a network, you want to get to know more about product marketing, happy to do that. So you can find me on there. Those are the the main ones that I'm active on. Awesome. Thank you, Daniela, again, so much. I love sharing these with you. Daniela and I typically have these sort of conversations offline um, on a regular basis. So it's nice that we get to share our insights and our our thinking with you too. So thank you guys so much for joining us today and we'll see you guys next time. Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've made it this far. I appreciate all of your support. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, throw the comments below in the comment section. I'm always looking for new ideas and hot trends, or if you're looking to sponsor our podcast and video episodes, reach out to us on any of our social media channels, and you can even find us anywhere you find your podcasts. Once again, my name's Lena Marie Saleh, the EdTech Guru, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody.